That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Wednesday, June 17th, which turns out to be Pokemon Day, I guess. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. A new Pokemon Snap game is finally coming after a 20-year wait. A Pokemon game designed to help brush your teeth released today. A new Pokemon puzzle game is coming soon. Fortnite's new season starts today, and it's very wet. Aquaman is there. And we learn a few more details about the PlayStation 5. The Pokemon Company announces a Pokemon teeth brushing app, a new Pokemon puzzle game, some Pokemon Go details, and a new Pokemon Snap for Nintendo Switch. The Pokemon Company held a big presentation this morning and made a number of announcements. I would argue the biggest of all the announcements was new Pokemon Snap for Nintendo Switch, which, as the title implies, is a new Pokemon Snap game. Here's a quick clip of me from yesterday's episode of Gaming Ride Home, 100% predicting that a new Pokemon Snap game would be announced today. I'm curious what this could be. I would love to be surprised by something unexpected, like Pokemon Snap 2 or something. That won't be happening, but I would love to be wrong. Wow, I sound very smart. As a result of this amazing, weird, opposite prediction, at Spiceona on Twitter asked the at Gaming Ride Home Twitter account, could you say we'll get Phoenix Wright in Smash next? Please and thank you. So here's what I will say to try to make this happen. I would love to be surprised by something unexpected, like Phoenix Wright in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate or something. That won't be happening, but I would love to be wrong. Hopefully that gets the job done at Spisona. Anyway, back to Pokemon. The presentation was hosted by president and CEO of the Pokemon company, Tsunekazu Ishihara, and he opened things up by opening the mouths of children everywhere to help them brush their teeth. Pokemon Smile is a free game that has Snapchat-like photo filters where kids can watch themselves brush their teeth and catch Pokemon while they're doing it, and the Pokemon are drawn in a new art style that is very, very cute. If the kids in the trailer for the game are any indication, this is the most fun game that has ever been created, and it will ease the anxiety-ridden existence that is being a parent. I am being sarcastic, but I really do think this is great, and I appreciate that there was text on screen that confirmed there are no in-game purchases, which I really appreciate. It's available right now. I downloaded it. It seems to genuinely be truly free. I will 100% try it tonight. Pokemon Cafe Mix is a new Pokemon puzzle game that mechanically looks similar to the popular puzzle game Tsum Tsum. You have to connect the faces of Pokemon by swirling them around in this big well. The conceit of the game is that you own a cafe and all the patrons are Pokemon. Solving puzzles creates orders for the Pokemon and you can even hire Pokemon and use their special abilities like Charmander, being able to heat up drinks. You can expand your menu, and you can even expand the cafe as well. 
One of my favorite mobile games of all time is You Must Build a Boat, which is a match three puzzle game where you have to grow and expand a boat. So I am absolutely on board with the idea of a puzzle game where success is rewarded with physical expansions to your space. I'm a little hesitant about the core puzzle mechanic, but I'm eager to try it out. It's coming to mobile devices and Switch, though it doesn't look like it can be played without a touchscreen. And it is a free-to-start game. The trailer said basic gameplay is available at no cost, optional in-game purchases available. It doesn't have a release date, but it is apparently releasing soon, and you can pre-order slash preload it wherever you plan on playing it right now. Then came the big announcement, new Pokemon Snap. The trailer showed a lot of familiar Pokemon Snap mechanics, like riding around in that weird protective vehicle thing, taking pictures of Pokemon, obviously, and throwing apples at the Pokemon. After the trailer was shown in full, Ishihara said, Pokemon Snap, which was released on Nintendo 64 20 years ago, is coming to Nintendo Switch in a whole new way. New Pokemon Snap does not look like a remake, and there are lots of Pokemon that weren't in the original game, but the beach level shown looks familiar, and Ishihara's quote and the game's title kind of make it sound like a remake. The game's website does say it's a quote, all-new adventure, and then the press release reads... The new Pokemon Snap game for the Nintendo Switch system is based on its namesake, which was first released for the Nintendo 64 console in 1999. The game will take trainers on an adventure to unknown islands, overflowing with natural sites such as jungles and beaches, where they can research various Pokemon in their natural habitats. They will take photos to make their very own in-game Pokemon photo decks, all while discovering new, never-before-seen Pokemon expressions and behaviors. The website also says HAL Laboratory, Inc., developed by Bandai Namco Studios, Inc., which is a little confusing. I guess Bandai Namco is doing the development grunt work, but HAL Laboratory is involved at some capacity. It sounds like it's not a remake, but I reached out to the Pokemon company to see if I could learn more and will offer an update if I hear back. In terms of release, it's coming to Switch exclusively, it seems, and all Ishihara said is that it's coming soon and that it is currently in development. I'm thinking it will be a November 2020 game at the earliest. The presentation ended with a reminder that Pokemon Sword and Shield's Isle of Armor DLC is out today, and there were also some highlights regarding Pokemon Go's recent updates in the face of the pandemic. Pokemon Go Fest will be a completely digital event this year, and Victini will be available for everyone to catch. Immediately, though, Pokemon Go players will find Galarian far-fetched on the map, as well as clothing commemorating the release of the Isle of Armor DLC. Though it wasn't detailed exactly how it will work, it sounds like Mega Evolutions will be coming to Pokemon Go at some point as well. It will apparently be a new take on Mega Evolutions, enhanced by Pokemon Go's unique gameplay. Also related to the Isle of Armor DLC, there is a max raid battle in Pokemon Sword and Shield for Zeraora. If 1 million players can defeat Zeraora before June 28th, then everyone will get a shiny Zeraora. Ishihara had one final surprise at the end and promised that there will be another Pokemon Presents presentation next week on June 24th. It probably goes without saying that today's presentation ended up being much more exciting than I expected. A new Pokemon Snap is about the most exciting thing that could have been announced, and I really didn't think that was going to happen. 
I didn't think we would ever see another Pokemon Snap game, but now I live in a universe where a new Pokemon Snap game, one literally titled New Pokemon Snap, is in development. And that's great. If I had to guess, I bet next week's Pokemon Presents will have some more details about the Crown Tundra DLC that is planned for the end of the year. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Fortnite's new season is called Splashdown, and it covers the world in water, and Aquaman is there. Fortnite's new season, and coincidentally, its new purchasable Battle Pass launched today after a recent event covered the world in water, and it turns out water is going to be a major component of the world map for the time being. Cinematic and gameplay trailers were released this morning. The former shows the muscly cat character water skiing through the battlefield, encountering all kinds of new mechanics and characters, including Aquaman. The gameplay trailer is narrated by Reese Darby, or someone who sounds remarkably like Reese Darby, and it runs down the impressive list of updates. There's a new character named Kit, who is basically a kitten version of the muscly cat character, controlling a human-sized robot. It's very cute. Aquaman is available, of course. And then there is Jules, who has a robot owl. You can also design your own umbrella, the thing you use to parachute down into the battlefield over the course of the season. And you will be able to water ski behind sharks and drive cars and trucks across the battlefield, which is very exciting. Fortnite has a strange reputation right now, where it is incredibly popular and is written off by many as being obnoxious. I honestly understand that perspective, but... I think even if you're annoyed by Fortnite, you have to give it up for these big season refreshes that change the map and gameplay in significant ways. I like playing Fortnite with my kid casually, but watching these trailers this morning is really making me want to jump in and try driving a car around and water ski with sharks. It's all very impressive, and I am excited to see how the map feels with all these changes. Sony executives talk about the PlayStation 5's design and offer other small additional details. We still don't know the price or the release date of the PlayStation 5, but a few official additional details about the system have surfaced following the recent PlayStation 5 stream, specifically from Sony Interactive Entertainment President Jim Ryan and Vice President of User Experience Design at PlayStation Matt McLaurin. Speaking with the BBC recently, Jim Ryan said regarding the console's divisive design, the PlayStation sits in the living area of most homes, and we kind of felt it would be nice to provide a design 
that would really grace most living areas. That's what we've tried to do, and you know, we think we've been successful in that. Ryan also confirmed to CNET in a separate interview that the black and white color scheme, at least initially, will be the only one available. Vice President of User Experience at PlayStation, Matt McLaurin, also commented on the console's size, responding to comments on their LinkedIn page, which is a weird place to offer PlayStation 5 details, but I guess that works. GamesRadar's Connor Sheridan reported on McLaurin's comments and wrote, One commenter asked why PS5 needed to be bigger and bulkier than PS4. Thermals, McLaurin answered. This gen is little supercomputers. While the 7NM process delivers amazing heat performance for the power, the power is very extreme. McLaurin's comments about the 7NM process refers to the ever-shrinking semiconductor technology that allows tech companies to fit higher-performing components into the same amount of space. The other half of the equation is making sure those new components don't overheat. If your PS4 has ever started to sound like a Bayou airboat, you know that ventilation has been a problem for Sony's current generation. Aside from being a big fella, PS5 also has a distinct look about it. McLaurin was willing to share some thoughts about that too in response to commenters. I understand that it's not for everyone, but no good art is, McLaurin said. Still, I don't think it's refined enough to tuck away quietly. The additions are going to be lit. For all my initial dislike of the PlayStation 5's look, I do admit that it has fostered a lot more conversation than the Xbox Series X, which I actually like the simpler look of, but it is basically just a big, bulky computer. The PlayStation 5 is undeniably trying to do something more unique and weird, which is interesting. I don't really like it, but it will definitely stand out in my TV cabinet, Assuming, of course, that I will be able to get one. Here's what released today. Pokemon Sword and Shield's first planned DLC, The Isle of Armor, is out today. The DLC adds a new open area to explore and a number of new Pokemon, and it's also a great incentive for getting your kid to do chores all week leading up to its release, I've learned. That's not in the press release, but I can confirm its veracity with first-hand experience. Fortnite's new season also kicked off today, which I already talked about. And in that vein, Pokemon Smile is also out today, which I talked about earlier in the episode. Haxity is out on PC today. It's a roguelite action deck builder, and it has a cool cyberpunk style to it. It plays out like a one-on-one brawl, almost looking like a fighting game, but you're selecting your attack from a deck of cards. It looks interesting, even if it's not really my genre. I also missed yesterday that Summer in Mara released from developer Chibig. It's a game where you play as a young girl surviving on a series of islands by exploring and farming. The word survive implies dark and scary, sometimes in video games, but I don't think that's the case here. It looks cute and might appeal to those who think Animal Crossing New Horizons doesn't have enough farming or riding in boats. It's out on pretty much everything today. That's it for gaming news today. I am still playing Last of Us Part 2, Care of Sony, gave me a code. It's all I want to do. I have been neglecting my other responsibilities. The dishes are piling up. Laundry is overflowing. My house is starting to look like the houses I'm exploring in The Last of Us Part 2, but I am nearing the end. I still want to play that weird jump rope game on Switch. I want to play some of the new Fortnite season with my kid, too, and see what's going on with that Pokemon DLC. 
I need to get back to Final Fantasy 13. My wife has been getting into Borderlands 3, and I think it would be fun to play with her, but I can't do any of that until I'm done with The Last of Us Part 2. I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. There's nothing I can do about it, other than try to beat the game. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through something. I still haven't decided. I, I don't know. Check in tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> and you can find me on the MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussion. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow.